Welcome to the VHR podcast. This is Sunday service. So yes, um, as always, I'm glad. I'm really glad to you know have you with us. If this is your first time joining us, um, you can check out our other podcast on Anchor at VHR Vessels of Honor Foundation. Just check them out. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful messages. They will bless your life, and you know they will, they will really give you a fresh perspective on you know things and questions that you may have been having. Yes, yeah, so uh, also you can follow us on Instagram at VHFUI and on Twitter at VHF underscore UI. So without further ado, let us go into the word of God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you because indeed the entrance of your word always gives light. It always gives clarity. Well, there's something beautiful that happens when you know your word clicks in our hearts. There's something it does to us. There's something it changes in us. As Lord, I ask that for every person listening to this, that their hearts are prepared, that this word finds place in their heart, that it finds a place to grow, a place to bear much fruit, that as people listen to this message, there is assurance for them, assurance that indeed their lives will come together good, that by virtue of what they have believed in, their lives have changed forever, and their stories are not the same again. Father, we'll give you praise, we we'll give you glory, because indeed we know that mighty miracles are abound from this. Mighty testimonies are abound from this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, electric, the vibe of the believer. Now, at first glance, you know, it's it's quite obvious. It's quite obvious what this, you know, um, this topic entails. It's, it entails that, oh, you know, and we'll be discuss, discussing about how there is a vibrancy level of the believer that there is there is a there is a there is a, an energy that the believer carries. I'm always very careful to you know not use all of those all any of those you know new age words like vibe and energy. But there, there was no there was no better way I could I could think of to you know describe describe that feeling that by virtue of what you have believed. That is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. There is something about you that has changed. And that thing that has changed about you is not just internal. It can also be seen on the outside. That is, the life you have received can flow from within to without in such a way that it can touch all of your things and people will clearly see that you are the one that is blessed by God. Do you understand? So that's what we're discussing today. Now, um, if I wanted to be academic about it, I could say that uh, you could break the Bible of a believer into you know, faith, hope, love, and joy. You know, but there is something about the life we have received that in every context, it's, it is more than enough in such a way that it, it gives us the ability to function fully within our context. For example, in a situation where you need to be brave, where you need to be courageous, the life within you, 
the life within you that you have received has the ability to give you that wherewithal, whether it was within your the scope or spectrum of your temperament or it was not. In a situation where you need to be humble, where you need to practice restraint by virtue of wisdom, that life within you is able to give you the ability to do so. In a situation where you need to persevere, not not um, unnecessary suffer ahead, but persevere until the fulfillment of the promise that has been laid ahead of you by virtue of you know praying and seeing what God has laid for you. The life within you has given you the ability to do such. Therein lies the vibe of a believer. The vibe of a believer is that at every point in time, the believer has all that is required for him to function effectively within his context. At no point in time is he ever lacking. At no point in time is he ever left without an answer. And the word of God testifies of this thing. I don't want to, I don't want to deviate too much because it may lose may lose the entire track of the message. So therein lies the vibe of the believer. If one day to come, we say that you know, break down to faith, hope, love, and joy. The faith that the believer has received, you know, you, you see it in First John. In First John, it says that also by born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Praise God, you go to Hebrews 11, you see, you know, <laughs> I want to always talk about how, you know, if you read Hebrews 11 and you see how, you know, by faith, Abraham did this, by faith, Abraham did this, by faith, Abraham did this, you know, you stop there. When you read down again, you now see that by faith, some people were suffered, you know, by faith, they were beaten, they were brought up for slaughter. By the same faith, by slaughter, some other people being, but, but, but they're not to be distracted. Yes, so by faith. The believer is able to exercise the victory as received in Christ upon the world. Do you understand? Then faith, faith, hope, love, and joy. Hope. Apostle Paul talks about this a lot. Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul is the. Hey God. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me even. Let me even. Let me even address this. You know, there is a way that there is a way that we can. We can. Um, we can read the Bible, and it will seem mythical. It will seem. Um, it will seem. It will seem far removed from reality. As if the people that you know experience these things were not real people, like they did not have that. As if they were not corporeal, um, for 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 lack of as if they were invented characters that they did not exist. See, I need to check some. So Apostle Paul was talking. That was in um second was it Second Corinthians? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians eleven. You know, Apostle Paul talked about how you know Hygia. In that place, so even like verse twenty something, I can't remember verse twenty four. Can watch in past. He said, "I was shipwrecked. I was shipwrecked three times." I need you to go on Google and search for what the ocean looks like when it is in a storm. Apostle Paul was within that. You will now see why when he says that for me to live is to is Christ and to die is gain. He was not joking. There was no, there was, it wasn't, it wasn't piety or holiness that did not have substance. This man was ready to die for Jesus Christ. You know, a friend of mine was, was, um, those particular times, a friend of mine, he, he was reading, you know, God's generals, the martyrs, and, and so we had, you know, good discussions about it. And when you hear the stories of some of these people, you will, for lack of a better word, you will, you will, you would think of what you would do in such a situation. And I, I promise you, 95% of the time, your answer will not be, what they did, maybe after much prayer and after thinking upon your salvation and the greatness of what Christ has done in you, you not be like, yes, if I was challenged for the faith, I would die for my faith either way. But these people, they will feed them to lions, impale them with spears, burn them alive, drag them, kill their children. You will see stories of a man, a missionary went to a village, you know, and they captured his, his 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 son in front of him, told him to renounce Christ. He said no. They killed his son in front of him. He still did not renounce this Christ. And they killed him too. You know? And then you you, you would be like, ah, what is this gonna? Why 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 are these people like this? What is what is wrong with all of them? You know, and everything. And then you come to this particular day and age and you hear stories of the fathers in you know, the fathers in the faith. Oh God, if you there, there is there is very little that can be compared to you know going to fellowship in university. That's when you hear wild stories, you know. I think okay, I don't think there's a wildest story that you could have heard. But but you know, wild stories, really wild stories, you know. We hear of fathers in the faith that you know go inside the bush to go and be praying. I mean, forest, you know, to go and pray. Fathers in the faith that you know <coughs> fathers in the faith that you know they would they would they would they would 
the biggest one that is possessed in front of them and we say we have put him into my car the demon cannot follow him there pa the demon the, the demon you know will not be able to follow him there you hear fathers in faith that you know they will stand so and say if any one of you cross this line you know that will fire you and not one that will fire you but you you, you get what i mean and you know something will happen to you and the the assailants people that want to kill the believers will not be able to cross them and in that same way you see that people will be starving people will be hungry people will not have anything and these same fathers in faith will declare provision and things will happen things will happen and then it's now in in in, in you do now you you will now be perplexed as to which to choose is should i want do i want my persecution to be poverty or my persecution should be that they should be killing me no 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 here is the thing about the Bible of a believer. The Bible of a believer is that the believer is ever confident in the fact that what lies within him is able to give, has given him the ability to function effectively within any context. Juliet. So now let us read um, Second Peter, Second Peter one three. Praise God, Hallelujah. That has been my. That's that's been something I've been you know. Meditating on for quite a while. We read Second Peter one three. We read Romans fourteen seventeen, and um, Second Corinthians four. Second Corinthians four. Well, let me read Second Peter first. Now this Second Peter, beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. I hope you are following me. I hope I've not lost anybody along the way. I'm, I'm often told that I can talk very fast and use too much English. But then we thank God. Second Peter one three one three one three. All right. So now, by the time we are done with this message, I want you to be fully assured of the fact that wherever you are right now, you have more than enough. Praise God. Now, Simon Peter 1 3. I read from verse Simon Peter, uh, Apostle Simon Peter, big daddy in the Lord, a bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ. To those who have obtained like precious faith, is he's talking about. By the righteousness of our God and Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that by this you may be partakers of this divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Apostle now, you know, tenders it so that you don't just think that, ah, yes, you know, they've given me everything. Now I can do everything you can do. No, he now says that, but also, for this very reason, I'm just reading this whole for context, but the part we are talking about is one, one to four. The part that is important is one to four. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and are bound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. The verb of the believer is that Within his context, he has been given all that pertains to fully express the life of God in that context. Does it make sense? Within his context, the believer is secured, fully able to function effectively and do what God has sent him to do. Now, there is an implicit logic that, you know, comes within us that, you know, we say that God... All good and perfect, you come from um, from above, from from above, from father of light. Even there is no um, even there is no variableness in there. Is there any shadow of turning? If it is not good, it cannot be from God. If where I am right now is you know bad, you know God is you know God is not here. Some some something and everything and everything and everything. I need to get out of here and get to where God is. And you know everything like that. There is that implicit logic. But now we need to understand first of all, there is something we must carry in our heart when God. Um, in in Hebrews Hebrews thirteen five if I'm correct Hebrews thirteen five, you know, is a is a scripture that I always hold on to where you know, the, the writer of Hebrews says that God has said He will never leave you nor forsake you. So you will see what can man do to me? Do you understand? Now let's read um um there's a part there's a part in Isaiah, just these two parts in Isaiah Hebrews thirteen five and Isaiah forty three, forty three. These these two verses usually. Help me out of that part. Now, he says, For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place, since you are precious in my sight. You have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. 
Fear not, I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to north, give them up, and to south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from, from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. I like reading the message version because it, it, it adds a certain flair to it. I will say, but now God's message, the God who made you in the first place, Jacob, the one in God who started Israel, we, all, we, we, we know by now that, you know, when when you see when you see certain promises in the old, when you see certain places where God was, you know, speaking to Israel and declaring blessings over them, He was also in 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 retrospect when comparing it to the new. It is for you, as you know, the believer. So that's why He says He has given you such exceedingly great and precious promises in Second um, Peter. Jesus' promises have been fulfilled in you. Praise God. So he now says that, Don't be afraid. I have redeemed you. I have called your name. You are mine. When you are in over your head, I will be there with you. Can you hear? This is Isaiah 43. So when you are in, your, when you are in a place where it seems like, Ha, ah, Kasala has bust. Gobe Denisa, I'm in trouble. The Lord cannot be here. I have to pray so that I can reach out and grab. I can reach out and, you know, go to where God is. No. God will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, in, in, in John, Jesus spoke about the spirit of truth who was going to come and guide us into all truth. He was like, if I have to leave you now, I will give you the spirit who will abide with you what, forever. There is, a, there, is, there, is, there is something um, 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 Timothy Keller spoke about that he said that love, true love seeks permanence. True love seeks permanence. That is, true love is not transient. That is what I don't want to go into. Um, but true love is not true love is not true love is not transient. It is six permanence. God, whatever the Lord does, lasts forever. Whatever God has ordained lasts forever. So when God said that He will never leave you or forsake you, He was go- He He is going to keep that word, regardless of where you are. So let's let me continue. So He said, "Don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You are mine. When you are in over your head, I will be there with you. When you are in rough waters, you will not go down. When you are between a rock and a hard place, it will not be a dead end, because I am God, your personal God, the Holy of Israel, your Savior. I paid a huge price of you. All of Egypt with which Cush and Seba thrown in. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I will sell off the whole world to get you back. Trade creation just for you." So when you're in a place, when you're in a place where it seems like, where it seems like the, um, what you are suffering seems completely tandem to the nature or the character of God that you have internalized, understand that God is unchanging at every point in time. And that unchanging God has decided to, to, to stay with you forever. So regardless of where you are, the the presence of mind you must be carrying is that you have been given all things that pertain unto life and godliness. But to not be unfruitful where you are, you will not do what Apostle Peter spoke about in Second Peter. Chapter 1, verse 3. Unto, unto read out. 1, verse 3. NKJV. Um, yes, so, sorry. So, So, because you have kept in mind, you will keep in mind that the present mind that you are not alone where you are. Do you understand? You are not alone where you are, and because you will keep that vibe, that that presence of mind, you will not add diligence to your faith. You add virtue, diligence to keep your confessions, to keep doing the doing what is required of you. Do you understand? You will keep you you would you would you would keep in mind. As you keep in mind this fact that, oh yes, you know, I've given all things, I've I can function within this. Glory to God, hallelujah. You will add diligence to your faith. You add, giving all diligence, you add, you add to your faith, you add virtue, you add knowledge, you add self-control, you add perseverance, you add godliness. Why? So that you will not be unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now here is the parallel. If you go back to Second Peter, he was like, grace and peace multiply to you. True in the knowledge of what of God and Jesus our Lord has by his divine powers given us through all things that pertain to life and goodness through the knowledge of him. Meaning that if you do not add to your faith virtue and knowledge and perseverance and brotherly kindness and love, you will be unfruitful in the knowledge of God. And so you will be living your life like someone who all things has not been given unto. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the vibe of the believer is in the fact 
that within whatever context the believer may find himself, he is fully equipped to function effectively in that context. Why? Because he is filled with the fullness of God. He is never alone and he has he's carrying that presence of mind within him. That is why when Apostle Paul says things like, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain, it is not a self-pious statement. He understands that regardless of where he is, he always wins. When you carry this presence of mind, you now start to realize why joy is the natural predisposition of the believer. Why? One, because he knows that the promises of God are kept regardless of the time and space. He can trust in the faithfulness of God to carry him through whatever situation he is. And because he can trust in that faithfulness of God, he understands the true meaning of all things working together for his good. So regardless of where he is, he knows that the end will always be better than wherever he is. I hope I'm making sense. Sir. I really hope I'm making sense. It's very weird in these uh, online services because I can't really get feedback. Praise God. So, yes. Yes, so... So that, that is the vibe of a believer. The vibe of a believer is in the fact that wherever he is, he understands that he has all that is required of him to function within his context. That is why now, when you now start reading, you know, when we choose some Corinthians, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy, you know, reading through those parts. I like saying it a lot because it sounds, it sounds, there's this way it just makes someone get excited. I'm coming. So Second Corinthians 4 verse 16. And I'll be reading it from my Bible now. 4 verse 16. Now, he says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction is but for a moment. On a lighter note, I don't know what Apostle was going to light affliction because he was suffering. If you go by everything he said and it's going to light affliction, I don't know what every affliction is. Either way, so but our light affliction is for a moment, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal rate of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are what? Eternal. That is the vibe of the believer. Carrying in his body, carrying in his mind, the presence of mind that whatever is happening, he is not losing. He has the ability to function fully within it and come out with something even greater. Praise God. Now, um, I'm coming, sorry. I want to read, yes, this is it. Verse 7, I read from verse 7 to 14. I read from verse 7 down. I don't want to spend too much time there. So he says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believe and therefore I speak. We believe and therefore also we speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up. We will raise up the Lord Jesus, will also raise us up with Jesus, and will present us with you. For all things are for your sake, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound unto the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working you know, for us, down, 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 like I said before that, and it ends with the things that are not seen. Important things are seen are eternal. So Apostle Paul was talking about how in this place, that the frailty the frailty where we do not we do not ignore the frailty of our essence we do not ignore the frailty of our humanity but the power of god is made more manifest in it that is the vibe of the believer that is the presence of mind that the believer carries so what 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 happens is that we are more conscious of that which is seen we are more conscious of that which is without than that which is within forgetting that it is what is within that will birth the results without 
That is why when you when you reach receipt out of the abundance of the heart, the words the amount of words speak. Apostle Paul talking, whatsoever things are just whatever things are true, whatsoever things are of good report. What do you do? You are supposed to what think on these things because the effect, the the result of your man's life comes from the meditations of his heart. That's why you will see in Joshua one eight. I say this book of law shall not what depart from your mouth and shall meditate on it what day and night and observe to all that is written within therein and shall do what make your way prosperous and give you what good success. So we clearly see. That the strength of a believer is carrying about the presence of mind. That regardless, if I believer is carrying about the presence of mind, that regardless of whatever context he is in, he carries within him the ability of God to function effectively within that context and be more than able to come out even better than when he went in. So if you are in a place, if you are in a position where it seems like there is no push, where it seems like um there is just nothing, there is just... um. There is, there is nothing that seems to be gingering you to be anything because it seems like nothing is working out. It seems like you're just in a slow place. It seems like you, you, are, you, are, you, you have more regrets than wins and everything. One, rejoice in the joy of your salvation. Why? Because by virtue of that salvation, you now have all things. You now have the ability to abase and abound as required. You now have the ability to exercise the power of God in that situation. So rejoice in in your salvation, one. Two, carry the presence of mind that by virtue of what you have received, by that faith you have received, victory is now yours. And you, let's check, uh, let's check Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 19, so that we can qualify the totality or how can I put it? We can qualify the awesomeness of this victory that you have received. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Praise God. Now, hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. I just get excited. I have to read you from verse 18. I apologize. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Now you may, from verse 17. Verse 16. Yes, from verse 16. It says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mentions of you in my prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory, repentance, and saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but in that which is to come and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church that is the totality of your victory your victory is absolute there are no withdrawal clauses there is no my gosh my friend always cautions me against absolute statements let me put it let me put it this way your victory is absolute it is unchanging as long as you keep the faith, keep in presence of mind. So what will happen, what is happening or what may be happening is that you are one who has won. You are, you're, hey, wow, lines, glory. Uh-uh. You are the one who has won. Wow. You are the one who has won already, but you are not carrying that presence of mind. And so you are not walking in victory. And that is why it will seem like, I'm a Christian now, what is going on? I'm doing all of these things. Why am I not working? Apostle Peter has told you that you must add, you must do all due diligence to add to your faith virtue. Go and check. Second Peter 1, verse, verse 6 to 7. You must do all diligence to add to your faith virtue, to your virtue, knowledge, to your knowledge, brotherly kindness, or else you will be unfruitful in the knowledge of God. And so, from verse 3, we see that that knowledge of God has, that knowledge of God, Jesus Christ, is what has given us all things that pertain to life and goodness. Yet, you'll be unfruitful in that knowledge. And so, while carrying in your confessions, in your in your mouth, that um, I am saved by grace, and all this things, glory to God, jumping about, rejoicing, you will be supremely unfruitful. Why? Because you are not, you are not, you are not, you are not, Adding to your faith all of these things. I hope I, I I really hope it makes sense. I really hope it makes sense. So what will be happening is that you will be one in victory. 
but he's not walking in it. The vibe of the believer is completed when he puts that faith, when he puts that realization into action. So, how then do we maintain this vibe? How then do we um, keep this vibe? The way we keep this vibe is to simply do what? Put on the whole armor of God. Praise God. Seems weird. Be like, huh? What do you mean that I should put on the whole armor of God to keep on the vibe of believer? You know, the whole armor of God, Ijakadi, Nikinia, Wafuna. For non Yoruba listeners, I mean that is for battle. That's what I mean. So, Ephesians 6, from verse, uh, I say verse, from verse 14. From verse 11. So it says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God and be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench the fire that of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me. That all has been given to me. And Let's continue. So, yes, the way to maintain the vibe of the believer is to keep the presence of mind that at no point in time is anything that is happening to you casual. Now, I don't want to put I don't want to put a, a sense of esotericism to this that it seems that uh, if I hit my stop on the, my feet on the floor now, it is uh, the my village people that are coming after me. No, no, no. It is simply in the fact that you keep in the presence of mind to put on all these things. Now, a, a, a senior, a bon, a, 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 you know, a senior um, person in the faith, you know, taught about how, I, I, I don't want to go into, go into all this, but I, I really need you to look out into the arm, arm of God and you see how the word of God, the word of God in its, in its activeness is, is a, how, how can I put this, is a major building block for this armor. From the helmet of salvation to the shield of faith to the sword of the spirit to the to the feet shod with the gospel of peace, we can see that we believe how to maintain the presence of mind. When 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 we look at it, that way, we can see that we believe how to maintain the presence of mind, that he has all that is required of him to fully function within his context, which is his vibe. He must be filled with the word of God, and be instant and continuing in prayer. Coupled by doing all that Apostle Peter talked about in Second Peter one, Second Peter one verse six downwards, you see, so you'll be filled with the Word of God, wherein you carry the presence of mind that all these things that God has said in this Word, they pertain unto me. And my my mentor says something that there is there is a circuit that needs to be completed for you to see an effect. It is the heart. It is the Heart, mouth, mind, circuit, like that. That's not what I said, but that's how I understood it. It is in the fact that the word of God finds its place in your heart, hmm? occupies your presence of mind, and finds expression through your mouth, through your confessions. And more than that, you put to work that which is required for those confessions to come to pass. Staying instant in prayer. And what you will see is that you will begin to visibly see the vibrancy of the life, the elect, the electricness, for lack of a better word, the electric, the electric nature of the life that you carry. So you will carry the presence of mind by virtue of, of what you have studied in the word of God. Then you, you begin, you begin, you, you begin to see that all things have been given to me unto, uh, all things that pertain to life and godliness have been given unto me through him. I was coming to God, I was trying to give such extinguished and personal promises that by them I become a particular of this divine nature. Oh, I was the presence of God. You go to Ephesians 1, you see that, oh, the eyes of understanding and enlightened. I know the hope of this calling. I know the glory of his inheritance, you know. In the saints, oh, you go in this, you say, oh, I'm present God in, in, in Christ Jesus. Glory to God, you carry all these things in your mind, carry them in the presence of your mind, that I am the one who is loved by God. I am the one who is most, 
and from one who is more secure in God, you carry it in your presence of mind. And then they will find expression through your mouth because you will begin to say these things. But then what will happen is that as you say them, you will not work out your salvation. You will, you will act like a person who is righteous. You will be instant to work. You will be diligent in your things. You will persevere in the, pre, in, the, in the face of adversity. And then you will be instant in prayer. Watering the seed of God's word that has taken place in your heart. And what will happen is that they will bear fruit. And that fruit will be the visible effect, this vibe in your life. The presence of God being made manifest in your life. Now, there is something that will happen that you know, you'll be like, well, no, I'm the believer now. The presence of God is made manifest in my life. I'm the one kind of presence of God. That's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not, that's not you know. What you know, I'm saying, but Apostle Paul spoke about something. It was like if they say the gospel is hidden, it is hidden from them who are of this world, whose eyes have been blinded, you know, by the God of this world. So it is possible that the communication of your faith by preaching the gospel may, may be, may be hidden, so to speak, may be unclear to those who the God of this world has blinded their eyes. But your results cannot be denied. Results cannot be denied. If you are thinking now that, yes, I'm going to have a billion dollars and everything, please dead that thought. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about the fact that people will see your life. They will see all that it entails. They will see that you are existing within the same context. Yet there is something different about your life expectancy. There's something different about what you carry. There's something different about your aura. That difference is the vibe. In the fact that you will exist in the same context of the natural man, someone who does not believe, and you will be able to function effectively, producing abundant results than anybody else that has ever existed in that context. That is your vibe. And the only way to exercise such a vibe is to be filled with the word of God. To the point where it is just it just doesn't find space in your heart, but finds expression in your mouth. You will couple it with prayer. And this seems weird as if I'm giving a formula onto greatness, but I don't want you to think about it like that and start doing it religiously. I want you to do it with the presence of mind that you are exercising your 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 yourself unto righteousness. You are sowing seeds into eternal life and you will reap eternal life from these things. It be like um um, say that, and what do you mean I'll reap eternal life? That don't have eternal life. And what what I mean is that you will reap the fruits of eternal life. You you will you will reap you will reap the results of someone that is carrying eternal life. Do you understand? Because there's something people used to say, and although I was not, I, I didn't say the other. You know, there's a way that you can be heaven bound and you know earthly useless. In that context, that's that's what it means. You'll be reaping the fruit of eternal life. That though you are heaven bound, though you are a citizen of heaven, the fruits as us. The fruit as on as on to what is obtainable in heaven, um, in in that sense, you will express it here on earth. Do you get that's what it means? You reap the fruit, you reap you reap the fruits of eternal life. You sow into eternal life, and then you reap the fruits, um, there which is the grace of God. Praise God, Hallelujah. So, um, yeah, what was I? I've lost my thought already. Yes. So that is the vibe of the believer. Do you understand? That vibe is in the fact that you know all things work together for my good. So because all things work together for my good, I'm not going to sit down. I will continually add to my faith in that um in that um word that that all things work together for my good. I'll add to that faith virtue. I'll add to that virtue knowledge. So if you are in a place where it is like, oh, I am down. I don't feel so good. I'm something, 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 and everything. You will carry yourself. You will go to Second Corinthians where he says. In Romans, we says that the kingdom of the Lord is not in eating and drinking, but it is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And then when you, are, you, 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 you would carry this word, you would carry it in your heart, you would carry it on your mind, you would continually mull it over yourself. I, I am in the kingdom of God. Therefore, peace, righteousness, joy, that is what I am. You will continually say, you will pray on it. And you will act in such a way that you will get you will get yourself away from all of those depressing songs. Mama, you mama go Billy Eilish. You know you get sad. You know you get depressed. You know you get tired. But you'll be listening to Billy Eilish. You'll be listening to you'll be listening to something that will make you sad. Do you like suffering? You will, you will effectively take active steps to get away from where you are while meditating on this world. That is your vibe. That is, that is where the vibrancy of your life comes from. The ability to function within your context and change it in alignment to the word of God. That is your vibe. 
That is who you are as a believer. So wherever you are, you can take a stand. See, that is why when you are dealing with an addiction, you will stand and say that, see, I have been given power over sin. I walk after the spirit and not after flesh. My life is in Christ now. Do you get? And therefore, you will take a stand. Taking that word within your heart, finding, letting find expression in your word, exercising yourself onto spiritual things through prayer and study, and then making sure that you do not let your eyes feast on things that are not of God. Things that will stress you out. See, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that with, with this thing, you can break free of anything. You can change your situation with this presence of mind that my vibe is in that by what I have received from Christ. I have all things that pertain to life and goodness. I have all these things. I have all these things to live uh, to live the God kind of life. And now it's it's very it's very it's very it's very easy to you know come to a place to be like, oh yeah, so everything I did so that means this will translate to some kind of um monetary to to some kind of materialistic satisfaction. Ah God not that you cannot be rich or not that you know all these things will not come. Hmm? But that is not it. The vibe is in the fact that you have all it takes to exercise the victory of God in wherever you are right now. You have all it takes. That, that is where the vibrancy is. That is why you will jump up every, every day because you know that his mercies are new every morning. And great is his faithfulness. Why is his faithfulness great? Because he kept his promise. He kept his promise in Christ Jesus. So when you wake up every morning and you see that his mercies are new, you know that his mercies are new because you are proof of it. You are proof that his faithfulness is ever sure. That he has done what he said he will do. And so you will carry that throughout your day with a skip in your step, knowing fully well that a God that kept his promise in Christ, will keep all that he has said to you. So, when you now get this thing in your mind, you will now begin to realize that everything that God has said to you that you have written now, that you did not pay attention to, that you did not take note of, that you just wrote them down and leave it there. That's why, that's why you know, in in, um, in your particular point, you will say, that you must contend with the prophecy. You know, and everything, and we in our, in our work, so to speak, I will not say that, content no 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 there is no there's no necessary need for that you know god has said it he will do it you know and everything like that glory to god hallelujah see I, and this is something i was just saying our parents knew what they were doing our parents knew what they were doing when they said some things see you must contend <laughs> with the prophecy not that you are fighting for it to come to pass no you are making sure that the 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 reality the how can i put this lord um the you are making sure that your mind comes to a place and your actions come to a place where that prophecy will be fulfilled in your life. Where it will not be like the children of Israel that could have spent 40 days in something, but spent 40 years. That is what contending with the prophecy is. To make sure that the f- promises of God come into fruition in the time, in the fullness of time. And there is no delay in between. Keeping the due diligence in between every season. That is the contention of the prophecy. So now, as you go into your new week, as you wake up tomorrow, which which will be Sunday, which will be Monday, as you are listening to this, as you wake up, as you uh, as you get to the place where you are, you are, you, you, you as you as you wake up in the morning, find the word of God. Now you know that all things are yours. That you have been given all things that pertain unto life and goodness. That that you don't have lack. God share on your life. So you wake up in the morning, face that situation, pick the word of God. There is a word for your situation. <laughs> Get the word of God for that situation. Place it on your heart. Keep it on your mind. Say it out. Pray on it. And exact due diligence in ensuring towards the results that you want to see. So if you are in a place where you are depressed, where it seems like things are not working, where it seems like, you know, I am not, I'm not being productive, so to speak. 
you will get the word of God. There is, there is, oh God, oh, can I remember? I can't remember this verse. This is the first actually. This, I can't remember. It was it was in Proverbs. So I used to help me. It's not, and it's not every time that it will be inspiring, like, um, aspire to perspire to perspire. No. It will sometimes be instructive word. It was like, ah, God, how did he put it up? That, hey, God, this lustful man, it was so long. It was, it was just something. I've shared, I rephrased it to my confessions that I am instant, you know, in season and out of season. That wasn't, it was, I'm instant in season and out of season. Um, King Solomon had talked about how the slothful will go onto the slothful, they will lead, they are going to go into ruin, that they are going to be hungry. That he passed by, it was by, he passed by the field of a slothful man, and all he saw was wheat. But he passed by the field of a faithful man, and he saw that the field was blossoming. So I'll keep on my mind that I am a faithful man whose field blossoms. And because I'm a faithful man whose field blossoms, I'm going to be instant in my work. I'm going to get up and do what I need to do. If I want to be a graphic designer, I will start looking for Photoshop courses. And I will say that the wisdom of God is made available for me to know what to do. Drink it. I'm not just going to sit down and take what I'm going to be like, oh yes, uh, so all things have been given unto me. Yeah, you, glory. Oh uh, yes, the cry, the blood of Christ has flowed for me. Praise God. Yeah, you, glory. Huh. You know, so um, I'm just going to wait for God. No, your vibe is in that. By virtue of what you have received, you have the energy to step out and do. You have the energy to do what is required of you. I hope it makes sense. I really hope it makes sense. I don't want to spend too much time, you know, printing. So let us rephrase. What is the vibe of the believer? The vibe of the believer is in that regardless of his context, regardless of where he is right now, he, he has the presence of mind that knows that he has the ability to function effectively without within that context and do what God has sent him to do. Praise God. And because of this, the believer is instant to pray, instant to study the word of God, instant to say his confessions, and instant to do give due diligence to his work. So if you're in a place of addictions, remove yourself. Do not give place to the devil. Do not be in a place where you have to say rebuke. No, flee. Do not give place to the devil. If you're in a place where you are depressed, Stop exposing yourself to things that will remind you or put you in the state of mind of being of being depressed. If you are overthinking, exercise your mind. The 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 way you exercise your mind on things of, on, on worrying, exercise your mind on the word. I I I I many many times there is something in our generation that is implicit in our generation that we would we would say, I've tried everything, but we've done nothing. We have done nothing but sit on our on our hands and just be looking, expecting help to come. Maybe it's because we, we grew up in ease or we did not you know, grow, up, grow up in the kind of conditions that our parents grew up in. But if you notice in, in the, 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 the major mindset of our parents is in that if you want something, you will go and get it. You will stand up and you will go and do it yourself. That is the same way it is. Jesus didn't just say, I you know I've come to die for all of you. I love you guys. I love you so much. And I'm going to heal your sick. Wow. I'm so sorry. He he died and then he rose again. He put action to his belief. Drink it. That is where the vibe is complete. That is where the circuit is complete for the electricity to flow. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> I hope this really helps. I hope this gives you an assurance. I hope this gives you a, a, a wherewithal to go into the new week knowing fully well what to do. Are you a businessman? God will prosper the works of your hand. Now treat your customers right. You're in a place where funds are not coming. You have the ability. God will supply your needs according to his riches in glory. So do not... Do not fall for greed. Do not fall for the temptation to be desperate, to just be avaricious and grasping. No. Are you a creator? The wisdom of God has been made available for you. To be able to do all that you need to do. So stand up and create. Are you somebody that has just been seen that woman does not know what to do at any point in time? Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things. Things which you do not know. Obviously, God was speaking to... Um, Prophet Jeremiah and tell him that you should call unto him and he was going to show him, you know, visions and etc. 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 But still that can be a word to you. 
that you can call on to God and He will open your eyes to see. That is why every prayer you will pray in this life, that you will pray from now to tomorrow, is to be praying to come to see that which you have in Christ. You should be praying for revelation knowledge to see the answers of God to life's most pressing questions in Scripture. To see the fulfillment of all that Christ has did. To see its fullness in Scripture. To see its fullness in the Bible. And to appropriate it in your lives. So, what will happen if you do not do these things is that in your frustration, you will be a person who has the inkling? Because the Spirit will not stop testifying that you are the Son of God. As many of those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons, sons of God. And the, the Spirit, let me do my paraphrasing so that not miss out on the, the, um, Sorry, yes, Romans 8.16. Now it says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. What will be happening is that you will be, your spirit will be bearing witness that there is more for you. That you are not meant to be in this place. That you are not meant to be stranded as you are. But because you have not, you are not carrying the presence of mind, then more than having all that has been required, you are to add to your faith virtue, to, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge, brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, love, so that you will not be unfruitful. You will be in a place where it seems like there is this yearning for more, but there is not a concomitant or resultant effect of that yearning. And so you will either be frustrated and Start making up excuses for why things are not working or just get angry at God entirely. And God loves you. He loves you intentionally. I will read that Isaiah chapter 43, verse 3 to 4 in message version for you again. I'm not reading the message version so that you can, you know, it can attract your mind and make you feel... I mean, because it's very relatable. Let me read it. Don't let me waste too much time. I almost, I've almost spent an hour. Praise God. Isaiah, and then I'll read one more, and then you know we'll just wrap up. Please, God. Isaiah chapter 43, 3 to 4. Message version. I'll read out for you again. But now, God's message, the God who made you, you that is listening to this in the first place, the one who got you started. You know, Jacob's name was changed to Israel, so when he said Israel, was speaking to him, you know, and still speaking to nation of Israel. So, when you got you started, Israel, don't be afraid. I have redeemed you. I have called you your knee. You are mine. See, God, when he says I've redeemed you, you know that statement is more true for you than it was true for them. Because you are the redeemed of the Lord. Let me continue. Don't be afraid. I have redeemed you. I have called your name. You are mine. When you are in over your head, I will be there with you. As you are in over your head now, God is there with you. When you are in rough waters, you will not go down. When you are between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God, your personal God. Like he is with you where you are right now. The Holy of Israel, your Savior, I paid a huge price for you. All of Egypt, which rich Cush and Seba in, that is how much you mean to me. That is how much I love you. I will sell off the world, whole world to get you back. Trade creation just for you. This is not a room for self vaunting like, oh, God is going to sell off the whole world just to get me back. Wow, I am... It is in the fact that God is showing you the intent of his heart towards you, the predisposition of his heart towards you, that that is how much you are worth for. What to me? What to me? I will not leave this investment to burn to the ground. Does it make sense? So carry that in your mind. Carry it in your mind that my vibe, my energy, is that wherever I am right now, I have all I need. I have all I need to fully function in this situation. I have all I need to come out of this situation victorious. And because I know that I have all I need, I will keep the word of God in my heart. Keep it on my lips. Be instant in prayer. Exercise myself onto spirituality, not religiously, but because I am I am 
eager to discover what God is saying, to discover what is the next precept for this situation. What is the next precept for this situation that I am in? So I will pray so that I can get light in my mind to know what to do next. And when I know what to do next, I will not sit down idly by. I will act on it. So it is not as nothing out loud. Should I take this step out of my room today or, you know, walk left or turn right? It's not that. It's not that. There is a way human beings have a, way, a funny way of, you know, per, um, I don't use perverting things, um, overdoing things. It's not that. It is in the fact that at every single point in time, you carry the presence of mind that it is unto me that all things have been given. It is to me that all things have been given. And so I walk in the fullness of this life that God has abounded to me in grace and virtue. And so I am never lacking. And because I am never lacking, I will keep in my mind the singular thing that represents the fullness of what that holds the, the information. The body of God is no information. It's more than that. It's life. But just get me. That holds the information of all that he has given to me in, 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 relatable, in relatable words. Do you get? And so I will carry this thing. I will carry this word. I will carry it to my heart. I will carry it to my head. And persevere in diligent action till I see it fulfilled. And in the path of seeing it fulfilled, you will be exuding the vibrancy of life that is known of a believer. Do you get? So go through this with confidence that no matter what comes your way, you are ready. No matter what comes your way, you are ready. You are ready. Do you get? No matter what comes your way, you are ready, able to function effectively within that which God has called you to do. That is your vibe. That is where the vibrancy of, of, of your life comes from. The ability that you are able to stand firm, knowing fully well that even if what you are going through kills you, there is hope for you because heaven is around. Praise God. That you do not lose on any point in time. That all things work together for your good. And the thoughts and plans that God has for you, they are of good and not of evil. To give you hope, a future, and an expected end. So you jump into life without fullness, without skipping a step. That even if as I woke up today, I stub my feet on the door, glory to God, hallelujah, there is still more that lays ahead. If I wake up and the first thing I see is that my phone has fallen into water, glory to God, I know that there is still more ahead. If I wake up and the first thing I see is that like, but... What, what we are saying that can happen in the day. It does not change the fact that the mercies of God are new every morning and I will look expectantly for it. Do you get? Therein lies your vibe. That your heart firmly believes on what God has said. Your mouth says it constantly. You exercise yourself onto spiritual things, keeping the word of God in your heart, studying it, praying, and acting accordingly. Not as a lazy laborer, not as a lazy person, but a laborer who is due who, who, who exercises due diligence in doing what God has sent him to do. So yes, I, I pray, I pray, I pray that these words find your attention. Let's just you know, pray for a little bit. Um Marcus. Lord, we ask that um, for guys that these words take root in people's hearts. Father, we ask that their testimonies, that people, that people's lives are changed after this, that these words don't just wash away from their hearts, but take root in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because indeed we know that your words have brought light to our hearts. And indeed, our lives are changed by this. We close with our grace and our mercy. And Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So yes, thank you so much for joining in on us today. We have surge sessions every. We have surge sessions every surge s u r j e g e surge sessions every Friday from eleven p.m. to one a.m. Just two hours of prayer, you know, where we you know charge ourselves up not just for the coming week, but to remind ourselves of all that God has afforded us both as a people and as a fellowship. You can send a text to, you can send a personal message to our Instagram page or our Twitter page and you'll be responded to, you know, as soon as possible and you'll be added to the WhatsApp group for search sessions. Till next Sunday, I pray that you go through this week. I pray that you go through this week reminded that you are enough. I pray that you go through this week reminded that you are enough. 
that you have all that it takes, that therein lies your vibe. That at no point in time is the God inside of you caught by surprise of what is happening in front of you. God cannot be caught by surprise. So whatever happens for you is planned, is has been has been has been planned for. Not that God made whatever bad thing happen, but it has been planned for. There is a contingency plan. God is never surprised. So you are never at a loss. You are never at a disadvantage. See, Bible talk in in, in, in the scripture it says that the, um, when Lord turned around the captivity of Zion, we were like those that what that dreamed. There is something that always strikes me in that in that, in that verse because it's it's very evident in real life that something good will happen to you and you forget all the bad things that has ever happened. See, when people are doing bad things to you, when bad things are happening, it is within the prerogative of God and it is within His 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 modus operandi, his mode of action to make sure that your compensation will supersede your struggle. Most people think that like, oh, so I'm going to make it. No, no, no. What will happen after? The resultant effect of all the things that evil men are planning against you, of all the things, whatever depression you're feeling now, whatever you're feeling now, is that you will be better off, so better off that the struggle you faced, whatever you're facing, will seem almost non-existent. Do you get so I pray that you go through this week in such a way that when something faces you, be it a situation requiring the wisdom of God, you will speak in wisdom because you will not be at a loss of what to do. Be it requiring a situation requiring the power of God, you will speak the word of God, exercising the power of God in that situation to change things. Be it a situation requiring love, requiring humanity, requiring constraint, you will do it there one because you are the one that God loves and you are the one that he has given all things to. Stay blessed. Have a great week ahead. Thank you once again for joining us in VHR. With no point of reference, you spoke to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of light. And as you speak.